Hey everybody, it's Jo here and welcome to my Rosacea Freedom podcast. So this is take two for one that I did day before yesterday and I thought I did such a beautiful job on 15 minutes of talking about um, a question that I was asked and then when I loaded it I realised that there was no sound so we'll try again. So um, the question was and I really love questions and topics because I just feel that I can really share and I can feel from people's writing to me um, the level of their feeling about this situation, how they're feeling, and it just really creates this lovely reply for me and hopefully one that can really give you hope and empower you to where you want to be too because, um, you know, we rise by lifting others and that's what I'm, um, you know, really hoping for this podcast to do. So my question was by... um, a lovely man in my group and he is asking does your healing happen suddenly I mean your face become normal suddenly or is your mindset changes so much that you no longer attach importance to looking at your face and it gradually disappears without you noticing it so how quickly does the face fade I'm asked this so often because everybody wants it to fade overnight and I can remember that as well I would wake up in the morning and pray when I went to clean my teeth or wash my face or wherever I was going where there was a mirror I was just sort of like my head would be bowed and I would look up and think please be gone and then I'd open my eyes and there it would be and this horrible like cycle began again for the next day or some days it wouldn't seem so ridden I'll be just like over the moon my mood would be lifted and you know I'd start to feel good about myself but sadly for me for those 13 years it was hideous as in you know you know even I'm still using hideous I'm using hideous as a past because that's how it felt for me you know I had pustules on my nose whiteheads that just came within like just out of nowhere and just but you know you know what I'm talking about with the sensation nobody who hasn't had this disease knows what the sensation's like and it just you know again I sort of go into my day praying nobody would mention it praying nobody would talk about it I'm hopefully feeling that I could sort of um get through my day you know and just try and lift my spirits myself um so the healing, I always say to people it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yet for some, you know, the healing, can, you know, these micro changes that we make with ourselves can just feel like the best thing ever. I do think as we heal that we, you know, it's definitely mindset. I call it rosacea mind because it is. It's like this bloody cycle of mind torture. In the days that it's good, it's good. And then as soon as it gets, you know, as soon as it sort of starts, it feels so bad. And, you know, so many other emotions come with this. Self-worth, self-confidence, um, the way we feel about ourselves, self-sabotage, um, overthinking, paranoia, obsessive. And this is what um, really is going on underneath our skin when people are, are commenting or we're, fear, we're we're trying to sort of live our day without it being noticed. For me, when I decided to, you know, I'd, I'd literally burnt out every avenue I felt, you know, um, doctors, lasers, Chinese doctors, dermatologists, drugs, not drugs, actually, I didn't take drugs, I was offered drugs, as in antibiotics and steroid creams and um, foods, dermabrasions, you know, it's all in my ebook. The list is ridiculous, and the amount of money that I spent is, well, you know, it's it was what it was. But um, the healing comes 
as you start to feel better. Because remember, healing um, rosacea is a result of. So many people come to me and say, rosacea's ruining my life because it's turned up and, you know, I was so happy beforehand and, you know, and that's not really the case. There's always been, there's all sort of something that's hanging around us that's sort of reminding us or making us feel like or, you know, it's mind, um, the mind is um, heavy or there's some trauma there or there's some, you know, it's self-sabotage, there's things. For me, um as I began to understand and to give myself space, like step aside and to sort of say, welcome, Joe, like who is this, you know, what am I battling with here? What am I trying to control here? And I knew I had grief in me. I knew I had anxiety in me. I knew I had insomnia in me. I knew I had problems with my mother in me. I knew I had problems in my marriage in me. I knew I had a new baby and it was overwhelming for me. I knew I had an ectopic pregnancy, you know, and it sounds like I'm like, you know, reeling off this list, but that was me. That was, this is who I am. And so I knew I was carrying that all around my body. I was in the osteopaths every three weeks trying to get some sort of relief from this, you know, sort of, uh, it, it, I feel I, I sort of describe it as being surrounded by cling film, you know, and it was um, the pressure. I was just sort of, oh, I was so tight, rigid. Of course, that, in, you know, that's not even with half the emotions I was going on. So I knew I was containing everything. My body wasn't working properly. It wasn't functioning. You know, I was aching. I can even remember going to the osteopath and saying, I, I feel like I've lost the ability to walk correctly. So he made me walk across the room because I was just so uptight, disconnected, and just in my head, believing. So as I started to make these micro changes for me and just starting to connect in, the first thing was um, learning to breathe. The second thing was, was I used to go for some Reiki healing but it was the quiet, the silence. And the first thing I actually did for myself without anybody's um, help was I used to just hang out with myself as as sort of unnatural and as weird as that felt because I was so overstimulated because the more stimulated I was, the more I didn't have to feel about my pain. And I think that's what rosacea does to us. You know, it becomes such a fixation and obsession that it does, it blocks out what actually really is going down. So you become like, no, it's definitely the rosacea. No, it's the rosacea on my face. This is why I feel so shit. This is why, you know, I'm angry and shouting and it's because of my face. And it wasn't that for me at all. And it's not for many, many people that I work with. Freedom comes when we allow it. Fear will leave us when we stop fearing it. Anxiety will soften when we stop being anxious. You know, there's a whole beautiful soul, mind, uh, not so much the mind actually, the soul, the body that's just sort of craving our attention. That's how I see it. It's like craving our attention, like, hello, can you see me? You know, um, for example, you know, I haven't, can you feel that sort of, I used to describe what I used to feel in my body like grey matter, it used to sit around the solar plexus, the belly, like heavy, and it was hanging around me all the time, and I could have good days with it, if I was busy enough, or I could, but I could never escape this feeling, my grief and my, all my stuff, you know, that was in there, like, the, you know, like the, the suitcase you're sort of carrying around with a heavy load, you know, the wardrobes that's full of bloody um, clothes from years and years and years and there's not a space for anything new that's how I felt inside, I felt clogged up it felt dank, it felt 
I used to just describe it as like grey matter, like thick, thick quicksand. Horrible, hanging around me. Shoulders so painful as well. But I started to become friends with it. And I started to... I went to um, and spoke with a grief and got rid of some of my grief. And it was when I started to speak and reaching out to some, I was very lucky I found somebody, you know, I was appointed this person and actually we clicked, like really, really clicked. But she never really suggested anything. She just let me talk. And within that process, I became, you know, my own, you know, my power, my courage and everything started coming through and I could start to see clearly actually what my mind was torturing me with, what wasn't me, what I was believing but it wasn't me, you know, I knew I was kind, empathic, loving, I knew that, you know, I, I, I was just such a sensitive soul, I was, and I used to help so, you know, I was a hairdresser for 18 years, so I was a constant, I was a therapist in my job there, I never really spoke about me, I was very clever, but I always, always spoke about, you know, I listened and I could remember what the person said eight weeks ago and then they come back in and we'd start the conversation again. So I was, you know, I've been doing sort of this work for years. But I decided to specialise in rosacea because if you haven't experienced the sensation or the feelings that go with it, then you have no idea. This is a very long-winded answer to does your face heal suddenly? what I'm trying to make you see is when your mindset, when you make these micro changes, you feel that they're massive for us because we've been living in this sort of shadowy place for a long time. So when you start to rise, you start to like open your heart and just really see what's going down with you, then yeah, of course the face fades, starts to fade. And it starts to heal. And then you do feel good about yourself that you the fixation starts to fade. And it's that, like, how do you get out of that fixation of touching your nose every day, making sure it's the right temperature, or looking in the mirror, critiquing yourself? How do you get out of that? Well, it's really hard when you're on your own. You could eat, you know, you could have a word with yourself and say, look, just stop looking at your nose. And you go, no, I can't because is it red? Is it cold? Is it, you know, is somebody going to notice it? Do I need to put more makeup on it? Do I need to cover it? Oh my God, that makeup I've put on is now caked and I look like, you know, like, uh, you know, you see those lovely little 80 year old ladies with their little makeup on. I felt like that. Like everything was flaking off my face, drawing more attention to myself. But as you start to connect to your essence, your power, your amazingness, your uniqueness, standing in your own shoes, arriving home, then it fades because it's the result of, I believe. So just see how that feels with you. I've actually been asked to make a podcast on my story. I know I have my ebook, but somebody's asked that I talk about me. I'm not sure if that's going to go on forever, but I really do want to get to the places that... um caused and made me get to that place because you know I'm sure so many of you could resonate with it I am really on a mission to break the myths about this disease you know Um, I'm going to make another podcast in a minute about being told by the dermo that you have to suffer this and take this cream and not a tiny bit of empathy that goes with that diagnosis you know soul destroying for us soul destroying So the healing 
comes as you do. It can only be. We are whole. We are one beautiful organic body, mind and soul. So when we heal, we heal all of our parts. The ones we're going to hide will stay hidden, but they will raise their ugly head. So it's best to just... And it's not heavy work. I'm telling you, the, the healing process is so much... It's so so empowering that you cannot sometimes you know most clients and I can't believe I stayed in that place but I can't pull you out of it you have to decide to do it yourself you have to want it and it's the fear of what is beyond that there's a fear of the unknown of what comes with this journey well the fear is there is no fear because you only fear if you're fearing the 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 beautiful thing about this is that you come home to yourself and it isn't so peaceful happy you come out of the mind and into the heart. The mind can have us in these cycles for years, just offering us a few good days in that, and that is just not acceptable to me. No way. This life is for living. And then once, my therapist once said to me, on my last one, I was frightened because I was sort of really worried because I would have to leave her, and I would really loved her support. You know, I love going and talking about it and, like, really sort of progressing and, she said, you'll be sat where I am one day doing what I'm doing. And I <laughs> I laughed at her because I just thought, my goodness, you know, I come in so broken and I did feel so much better, but I didn't feel like I was ready to go out and be, you know, 100% me. I still had stuff to do, you know. And um, But, yeah, she did. And um, But, she, you know, I really wish I remember her name to thank her because she's so true. And I've been doing this work for, you know, many, many years. But also doing the work on myself. I'm not giving you a system or a program here I'm doing it from my heart I'm going to close now because I could talk forever I hope this helps and I hope you never ever and you, I just think you always believe that you are powerful, capable of fading your face when you're ready Thank you so much for listening if you would like to come and join my group it's Rosacea Freedom over on Facebook See my website, rosaceafreedom.com. If you would like to get my ebook, if you want to um, find out more about me, my story, read my blogs, you know, I'm so transparent, like everything is there. And keep your eye on the podcast for some more. And thank you so much for this question. Um, I hope it, I'd love to hear your thoughts if you want to get in touch. And yes, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful evening, day, morning, wherever you are in this glorious world. Take great care. Bye bye.